Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello everyone, Simon here. Good to be back. Happy New Year to you. Speaking of which, it is that time of year where everyone is thinking about motivation, goals, getting fit, staying fit. So who better to have on than one of Britain's most in-demand fitness trainers, Bradley Simmons. He's trained the likes of John Terry, Brendan Rogers, Louise Redknapp, Theo Walcott, Ollie Murs, Maya Jama, the list goes on. He's got a fantastic fitness app called Get It Done, and I'm delighted to say Bradley's joined me to pass on his wisdom and tips, as well as sharing insights into his own story and life lessons, including how not making it as a professional footballer may actually have been a blessing in disguise. Bradley Simmons, you dapper-looking swine. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on the podcast. Mate, it's a pleasure. It's great to see you. And like I said, you are looking dapper, wearing the polo neck, which, yeah, as we just neck. discussed, banging fashion. Banging fashion. And it's good fashion as well. It's getting cold out there, so you've got to protect your neck. Anyway, listen, <laughs> this is the perfect episode to kick off 2022. Because everyone starts a new year, well, not everyone, but a lot of people start a new year full of motivation, full of the best intentions. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I read something interesting about basically how gyms rely on all those people who have that attitude on January the 1st, and they'll get them on the contracts, knowing full well that by February, they'll be, yeah. they'll be done. They'll be done. So we're going to talk about all sorts of things. We're going to be talking about, you know, consistency, motivation, some of the insights that you've garnered from PTing. But I also want to talk about your story. But just for anyone who doesn't know you, first of all, you're a former Chelsea player who unfortunately were scuppered by injury. But according to Raheem Sterling, we're headed right for the top of the game. <laughs> and listen, if Raheem says that. And you are a celeb PT, so you've trained John Terry, Louise Redknapp, Ollie Murs, Brendan Rogers. I was interested to find that out. A mm -hmm. big fan of Brendan. Anyone else you want to name drop? Yeah, Caroline Flack, um, obviously. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. JP Cooper, Tom Grennan, Jamie Redknapp, Declan Rice. Yeah. First question then, celebs are normal people, aren't they? Celebs are 100% normal people. The celebs are the ones who have become very successful. They're, they're real humble people down to earth. Yeah. Um, and for me, as, since the age of 20, I, I've been able to train the likes of John Terry, Jamie Redknapp. So I've experienced it and it's allowed me to be humble because I'm like, if they're humble, they're relaxed, then I can never, ever, ever be big time. Yeah, I think it's very important, humility, particularly mm -hmm. amongst, I think, people who quote unquote are successful, who've made it. Yeah, because I th it's so easy for it to go to your head 
when you're surrounded by people and a public who are blowing smoke up your backside. Yeah, of course. Hundred percent. And don't get me wrong, there's times when I was front cover men's health and did bits and bobs in GQ, I was very excited. And it was my friends and my family surrounding me. Just stay humble, stay on track, stay focused. There's a long way to go. And I'm, I'm very fortunate to have those people around me as well. And that's the thing, though, is I think marrying that between striving and then also at the same time remembering that that even no matter what you achieve, you know, stay humble, it doesn't make you any more special than anyone else. To me, that's the secret sauce. Yeah, 100%. For me... Being successful isn't being famous. Hence why I haven't gone on all those shows that I would get asked to go on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and you turn them all down? Always turn them down. Never tempted? Never tempted. Uh, some, sometimes the money's good, but no. Um, so we're, we're talking things like Love Island, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, all that sort of stuff. But no, I've always turned it down. I'm so focused on my journey and I'm doing all right. You are doing all right. That's right. So let's let's talk about your journey. And let's go right back to when you were a wee lad you were all about making it as a footballer and yeah. by all accounts you were a very good footballer good enough in fact to be signed by Chelsea age seven yes yeah, so Chelsea Academy uh, signed me at age of seven watching my brother play some brother played for Chelsea and I was just on the sideline kicking football with my sister so they invited me for a trial at the age of six uh, which is young and um, that is young. yeah mum and dad took me and yeah and I signed at age of seven Chelsea weren't the biggest club, but they were a good academy. Uh, and as I got older, as I was, was around under 15, 16 is when Roman Abramovich came in. Yeah. And then that's when things started becoming massive and Chelsea started becoming a massive club. You were a centre-back, weren't you? Yeah, I was a centre-back in my Chelsea days. And then when I went to Queen's Park Rangers, uh, I turned into midfielder. Right, OK. People were expecting you to make it. And to what degree were you confident that you would reach the top of football? Well, to the point where my mum would, would would have an absolute nightmare asking me to do my homework. But like, mum, I don't need to do homework. I'm going to be a Premier League footballer. I was so confident that I was going to be a Premier League footballer. That was my only vision. It was my only goal. It's the only thing I wanted. I used to sacrifice so much to be a Premier League footballer. Um, and so when things it, it, when it didn't work out, obviously I was shattered. My I really struggled. But things happen for a reason, uh, and I'm a true true believer in that. And I've always had a positive mindset, so I've always been able to pick myself up and go again. I've read that you were known for your chunky tackles, right? So yeah. you, <laughs> where, 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 did, where did you read this stuff? Listen, I, I'm a thorough with my research. Okay, good. Okay? good I'm, good. I'm a like grafter it. like you, Bradley. So, yeah, I, I hear you like to dumping tackle to really get your teammates yeah. revved up, right? Yeah. So it was almost like a, a battle cry for the rest of your team. Yeah. Is that what it was like? Yeah, well, to get the boys up for it, I'd make sure that, yeah, in the first few minutes I would smash someone <laughs> but that, that wasn't just my game I was very good on the ball as well and I, and I was a good scoring midfielder but no I used to get stuck in and make sure the boys are up for it for sure so if you had to compare yourself to a player past or present who would it be you do a mixture of Scott Parker and Frank Lampard so you've got a Scott right. Parker who he does those does the dirty work and you've also got Frank Lampard who spreads the ball around gets on the ball and makes things happen and he scores goals as well let's talk then about the one chunky tackle too far, as it were. So when you did your ACL, yeah. just tell me what happened. What, what do you remember about it? Yeah, so it was uh, playing for the reserves at QPR. Um, so how old chunky. were you? I was, how old was I? I was, yeah, I was 19. So I was wow. playing for the under 23s, the reserve team at QPR. It wasn't even one of my worst challenges. It was just an awkward <laughs> challenge. Basically, my leg was planted uh, and the guy that I tackled... His whole body weight fell on my knee. Uh, yeah, and I just heard a pop and I knew straight away something was wrong. Um, and I struggled. But to be fair, I tried to get up. I tried to, to run it off and I wanted to carry on. But um, the physio and the staff at the time at QPR knew that I'd done something. So the next day, two, three days later, because you have to wait for the swelling to go down, I got my MRI scan. And yeah, I told her I did my cruciate, which was tough because I had Republic of Ireland looking at me. So I was about to represent Republic of Ireland. And yeah, it was tough. It was tough. I just signed my contract with Queen's Park Rangers. So I was like really looking forward to it. But knowing then you're out for a whole season at a crucial time of your development as a youngster. Do you know what I mean? It was very, very tough. And spending, what, 10 months in that physio room, looking out, watching the boys play. That was yeah. tough as well. But it is what it is. I'm, I'm thankful for it now because what I'm doing. Of course. But at the time, what emotions did you go through? Did you get down? Yeah, I was down. I was angry. My focus stopped. Don't remember, I did my gym work. 
yeah, I was just, I was, I was just angry. I was just frustrated. And my, and my buzz to be fair was the weekends. I'd make sure I'd go out on a Friday and Saturday night. That was my buzz. And it was probably- Were you the, aware that was sort of to make up for the frustration of the week? Yeah, 100%. Which yeah. probably a lot of people do in their everyday life. They probably hate their job, yeah. so they go out on the weekend. Absolutely. So I, so I probably experienced that at a very young age. Yeah, that was just to get out of that frustration. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And then I'd come in to the change room, and the boys, hey, what was your weekend like? Because I could add value to the t- change room then. Because I was injured, I couldn't add any value. So that was my way of being part of the team still. It was mad. It was mad. But it was an experience, and I'm glad I did it at such a young age. And also, didn't you spend that year really learning about for example strength and conditioning that was the positives out of it for sure don't get me wrong it was tough doing it but i didn't really enjoy it at the time because i didn't in my mindset think oh, i'm going to be a personal trainer one day i still had the mindset i'm going to be a premier league footballer and i knew for me to get back as quick as i could i had to do that gym work i had to look after my nutrition so that 100 I, I i did but of course it came to a weekend and i went out so yeah did you get a bit of insight in terms of really acting as a sponge to the S&C people in terms of, so for example, blokes, and I hate to generalize, yeah. but I will, love to bench, right? Yeah. You go in the gym, the bench is the hardest one to get on. Yeah. And then you found out during this period, for example, how important it is to really have strong glutes, to make yeah. sure your core is strong, to make sure your hamstring's strong. So mm-hmm. was that a bit of a revelation for you? Yeah, 100%. Don't, most people, most kids at the time would have just, yeah, I'll do the work, whatever. But I actually sponge in and I was asking questions, why am I doing this exercise? Why is it improving? For example, because of my ACL. So I had to take the tendons out of my hamstrings to replace the ACL. So I had to really strip for my hamstrings. So I was constantly asking why, which is why I sponged in so much. So when I was 20 years of, years of age, although I didn't have the experience, I was able to train Theo Walcott, for example. I was ready to train John Terry because when I gave them the exercise to do, I told them exactly why they were doing it. In terms of glute core hammies, how important are they then? And I'm speaking as someone who's been more sedentary than I would like over the last year and a half with the lockdown. You know, I'm not walking as much yeah. with the commute and all that kind of stuff. And as you know, I've got a bit of a sore lower back as a result. But just generally yeah. speaking... Where do those three things rank? Number one, our core. And our core is part of our pelvis, it's part of our glutes as well. Having a strong core is so, so fundamental because it keeps us young, it keeps us fit, it keeps us strong. It's, it's, it structures our, our skeleton, it's, it's, it keeps us balanced, it keeps us have a good posture. It makes everyday activities easier. And the, like you said, those aches and pains don't come. A lot of people, as they get older, they thought, oh, I'm getting older now, I probably shouldn't exercise. No, you should exercise. That's the time to exercise. So starting from an early age is so important because once you're strong, it's easy to maintain, right? But no, having a strong core is so, so important. And with my live workouts now, that's what I constantly remind my 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 um, subscribers to do. All right, you've just done a hit workout with myself. All right, after this hit workout, make sure you do the 20-minute a pre-recorded core workout because it's yeah. great to burn fat. It's great to improve your fitness levels. But it's also really important that we have a strong body. And that starts yeah. by having a strong core. And we're going to talk about your app a bit later. But something I really like about it is it's got some yoga and some Pilates on there. Because yeah. I've done my back before. I've got a bit of a week back. And I was seeing a chiropractor. I was seeing osteopath. And I'd get a bit of relief. But the only thing that fixed it after a couple of months was doing Pilates. I got into Pilates. Mm. And within two, three sessions, it sorted my back. Yeah. And so, yeah core is is fundamental just a quick one then bradley if if you had to say someone who's really time poor right to do something just on those things so your core your glute your hammies yeah just five minutes a day what would you say to them five to ten minutes if you only got five to ten minutes it's great we'll stick to the same exercises and you'll improve so stay consistency so don't be too creative these exercises focus on your planking your hollow holds your squats your push-ups the fundamental exercises that are going to gain strength and it's easy to be consistent with because consistency is definitely the key five five minutes mm, is a bit short for me but uh, 10 15 20 minutes is ideal in the morning everyone's got 15 to 20 minutes spare just set your alarm 15 20 minutes earlier and what about so your glutes in other words your bum what's the best thing for that because that's a stabilizer as along with the yeah core, right? it's great so you've got your glute bridges you've got your single leg bridges um you've got your resistant band stuff so you uh, you can do your fire hydrants your kickbacks your squats so yeah. many different exercises you can do. 
I've heard about the importance of activating your glutes. Yeah. Like if you've got 100%. sleepy glutes, right? Yeah. They just don't fire. And a lot of runners have sleepy glutes. So they tend to get really sore hamstrings, for example, because those hamstrings are doing extra work. Those quads are doing extra work. So your quads are really tight because your glutes are asleep. And a lot of footballers who have problems with the hamstrings have got weak glutes. For example, Theo Walcott had really weak glutes. He had lots of hamstring injuries. So we really focused on strengthening his glutes in that pre-pre-season. And that season, he smashed 20 goals for Arsenal. It was one of his best seasons for Arsenal. Yeah, there you go. Oh. So I know. You, d- you deserve the credit, Brett. <laughs> Part of the credit, obviously. <laughs> as well. He was the one banging in the goals. But yeah, so for example, that's why it's so important to do these exercises, which is why having a program to follow is really important because it's so easy just to go for a 10K run or 5K run. And yeah, I've done it five times a week. I'm fit, I'm healthy. Yes, but you're not also improving the strength of your body, which is going to be very, very beneficial as you get older. Yeah. Okay. How can you activate your glutes first thing like in the morning? Like just simply. So resistant bands, using resistant bands, simple resistant bands. You've got your fire hydrants, you've got your kickbacks, you've got your sidewalks, uh, you've got your lateral kicks, so many right. different exercises. You've got your, your crabs and probably right. thinking, what, what's, I can visualize it, but people who don't know the <laughs> exercises are probably, what are you talking about? But maybe you Google them ones I've just said that you'll be able to, yeah. uh, be able to see it. But no, yeah. it's really important. Is it just a case of, essentially putting them through a bit of an exercise so that they are awake. Yeah, they're, they're is, awake. is it that they're simple? hundred percent. And I like to activate my core as well before I do big compound lifts, for example, as well. I think that's really important because remember your core keeps your body balanced. It keeps you stru- structured. So you're less likely to get injuries. Okay. Right. We'll come back to some more of your, the PT stuff, but I want to get back to your story. So yeah. right, you've done your ACL. You've been going out, hitting it at the weekends. Yeah. You're soaking up the, uh, information from the strength and conditioning unaware that it will end up being really fundamental for you mm-hmm. you got a coaching badge around this time as well didn't you yeah i got my level three coaching badge because that was another route i was thinking about going down um it was actually quite funny when things completely stopped i was like, okay i need to actually my mom always used to go ever since i was junkie what's your plan b but what's your plan b she's quite pessimistic like that where i'm very optimistic i'm like no plan b i'm gonna get plan a but, fa- <laughs> but then it got to us oh god here we go plan b and i typed into google funny enough i said how much can a football coach earn in london and it said your first few years anywhere between 15 to 25 grand and i was thinking oh okay, how much can a personal trainer earn in london and they said anything between 30 to 75 grand. So I went, Joe Watt, I'd be a very good football coach, but I think I'd also be a very good personal trainer. And that's what made me become a personal trainer. Interesting. So you did the maths and then here we are. But before that, you did get back into it, didn't you? So, I mean, you went to Iceland for a while. I yeah. know you played in the Europa League alongside David James, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, so I had a spell. So my last few months at Queensland Rangers, they told me they were going to let me go. And Herman Horridison was good friends with Mark Bircham at the time. Um, I'm sure they're still mates now. And they had an opportunity for me to go play in Iceland because their on-season was when England's off-season. So it was a great period for me to get fit, get myself sharp again, do six months there, come back to the UK and go on trial to likes of generally the lower, lower clubs than QPR and then play in League One, League Two. Just to backtrack a little bit, do you think the fact that you weren't getting selected by QPR or even the fact that you were at QPR could be traced back to the ACL? Yeah, 100%. Like, do you know you get those people saying, oh, I, I was at, I was at trial at West Stern, but I got an injury, that sort of vibe. No, mine was actually, I was very, very good. I was very talented, could have gone all the way, but my injuries seriously stopped me from reaching my dreams. And I'm happy to say that. So I went to Iceland, got myself really fit. And the last game, I snapped my ankle in three places. So that oh, was God. that was another massive setback. So I went yeah. from, oh, I'm, I'm feeling fit. I'm feeling good. I had a really good spell at Iceland. IBV, played in the Europa League, got some great experience under my belt, lived in a different country, soaked up all the information and knowledge I could to come back to, to go on trial to like the Bristol City, etc. And yes, my ankle was in absolute bits. After that, that's when I looked on Google and said personal trainer coaching. Wow. I'm guessing you didn't try and run that one off. So yeah, that sounded like a pretty grim injury, that one. And so did you realize at that point, my dream that I've literally had since I was a little boy is over? Yeah, it went from going on trials to like the Bristol City to go and when I get back from here, I probably have to go to America or play in the Conference South or Conference Prem. And then I went, do you know what? I just 
I'll do it, but I don't fancy it. I want to. I want to be. I want to succeed in something. I want to be the best at something. So you could have gone to the MLS. You could have carried on, but your intuition was like, no, nah, let's find another route. Let's find another route. Tell me about the building site moment. Oh yeah. this was another bit of a eureka moment. Yeah. So during that injured injured period where I didn't really know what I was doing, I was trying to get myself back fit after obviously breaking my leg. I needed to earn money. So my uncles own very successful property businesses in central London. So I, I worked as a labourer. So I was just on building sites, doing what I could to help out, earning, I think it was like £90 a day, which was quite decent to keep me going. And it was like, what, six o'clock in the morning, I had my hood up, it was freezing cold. And my uncle slapped me around the head. And he said, when you're wearing my property on your chest, don't you ever wear a hoodie. And that moment I realized, oh, I could never work with someone again. And to be fair, if I saw him now, I will say thank you for that moment because that massively made me go realize, you know what? I won't be doing this laboring for long. Once I'm feeling ready and fit, I'm going to get back into doing something and do it well. So yeah, thankful for that moment, a big slap around the head. So you, you get this slap around the head and you're like, okay, I can't work for anyone else again. I've essentially got to be my own boss. And, and I can really understand that. There are definite benefits to having a salary. Like you can switch off a lot more yeah, easily, you know, course. whereas when you're working for yourself, there's always something going in the back of your mind, isn't there? But as well, when there's no one to answer to but yourself, there's, there's a real appeal in that. Yeah. Have you found that? hundred percent. And because I'm super ambitious, like... I don't want to be on a salary. I want to, I want to, I want to have more than every month I get paid and I'm through obviously my app and my different bits and every month. Okay. I want to, I want to double that now. I want to push myself. How can I, how can I double that? How can I, what can I do more? What can, what other pie can I put my hand in? And do you know what I mean? That's how I am as a person. I think I'll always be like that. So yeah, for me, like being on a salary, I think things would just get bored. I don't think that life is for me. Okay. So, right. You've done your PT work. Now, in terms of a lesson that I think is incredibly valuable, which is something you did and which is something I tell people who get in touch with me a lot of the time is around making opportunities for yourself yes, and not waiting for things to come to you. You did this really well, didn't you? So just mm. explain how you kick fired things. Yeah. So Instagram first introduced videos. It was like 15 seconds and I was a PT at the time. I was posting a few photos but I knew videos would help me go viral. Like, I guess, Joe Wicks with his midget trees and stuff, his videos were going viral. So I saw an opportunity to go, Joe, what I'm going to do a lot more on fitness on Instagram. And I saw an opportunity, I was doing videos by myself, but I thought, hmm, I can hit a bigger audience. What's the bigger audience? It's the female audience, for sure. So my ex-girlfriend at the time, I was doing loads of videos of her working out, uh, and my Instagram looked good. So once my Instagram looked good, I started direct messaging loads of different celebrities from the likes of Victoria Beckham all the way to the Made in Chelsea girls. And it only took one Made in Chelsea girl to reply to me. She said, yeah, I'm all over it. I'll train you with you for free in return of shouting you out on my Instagram. So what I would do, I would train her. I'd create a video or a picture. She would post it saying, thank you for today's workout, Bradley Simmons. We focused on this. Next minute, I'm getting thousands and thousands and thousands of followers. Next minute, this person wants to train me. This person wants to train me. So within the first three weeks of me doing that, I was training six of the many Chelsea girls. Wow. At the time, was a very well-known, spoken-about show. Probably isn't now. But at the time, everyone was glued to Only Way Sussex and Many Chelsea. They would be invited to all the top shows and top events. So they, they were good people to train. And that boosted my career big time at the, to begin with because I hit 50,000 followers quite quick. And at the time, that was massive. And then from that, I get a follow from John Terry. I message him straight away saying, thanks for the follow. If you ever need my services, let me know. He said, yeah, I do. I want you to train my wife and myself. We'd love to sort out a session soon. Happy days. He said, could you also sort me out a nutrition plan? Because I need to lose some weight. And I'm thinking, surely they have this at Chelsea. <laughs> One of the biggest clubs in the world. But I guess because I was in such great shape, he wanted to know what I did. So... I sat down with him and I said, what do you have for breakfast? And he was telling me, and I thought, well, you need to cut that out. You need to cut that out. You could, you need to cut that out. Uh, um, and then we started training we started training Tony. I was training Tony on a regular basis. And within a week or two weeks of training Tony and John, uh, John Terry, uh, he rang me and said, I've got a new client for you. And I thought, oh, this is great. Is it your neighbor? Is it, is it, is it your cousin? Is it your brother? He said, no, Jamie Redknapp and Louise Redknapp. They live around the corner. Uh, Louise has been following you. I didn't realize Louise was following me. She saw the stuff I was doing with the Mainly Chelsea girls. 
Um, so again, free advertising. And yeah, and then my client base just grew and grew. And the more credible my clients became, <laughs> the quicker I could sack off the many Chelsea girls. No offense to them. <laughs> um, and yeah, and it just grew. And once you're in that circle of the John Terry's, the Jamie Rednaps, you're then training the Brendan Rogers of the world. And then you train the Maya Gemmas, the Caroline Flax, and then all the top people, the Declan Rices. And yeah, and from there, I've just been consistent, stayed focused, and just continuously worked my brand and made sure that my brand is respected. And right. I did fall down that trap of, like I mentioned before, reality TV and, do you know what I mean? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And I did fall down that trap of, like I mentioned before, reality TV and, do you know what I mean? When you reached out to the celebs in the first instance, yeah. was there any trepidation or feeling like, they might think I'm a bit of a plank for getting in touch. Did you have of any course. of those feelings? Yeah. Well, but you act in spite of them. Well, look, let's say I messaged 50 people. Let's say all 49 thought I was a Muppet, right? They're not thinking I'm a Muppet now, are they? It only takes one. It only takes that one person for, to showcase what you're about uh, to the, for that collaboration and, and things can really take off. Yeah. And that's something it's all about. I, I love helping people. So when I see someone who's smashing it or who's got the potential to smash it, I'm like, look, I'm going to help you. And I've done that in this, in my industry. There's four girls who got way more followers than me and got way more subscribers than me and probably earning way more than money than me. And I helped them very early on in their careers. They said, look, Bradley, you're smashing Can you like show me the ropes? And, and I did. So yeah, if you don't ask, you don't get. When I was at 20 years of age and I was training the likes who I was training, I was getting a lot of resent, like a lot of resent from personal trainers, personal trainers who've been in the game for years, but they just didn't have it in them to get themselves out there. But this could be applied to any industry. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you give to anyone in any industry about this? Life goes so fast. And sometimes the best experiences are when you're not experienced to do those experiences. So throw yourself in the deep end sometimes before you're even ready. But be bold, be brave and believe in yourself. So you have that energy. So when you do speak to those people, you've got that confidence about you because people buy into confidence, right? So for example, at 20 years of age, walking into the gym, because I had a good vibe about me, good energy, people wanted to train with me, where someone could have walked in with a head down with all the education, with all the knowledge, but because they got that energy about them, no one wants to work with them. Okay. In terms of your workouts, and you've got a few mantras, get it done, which is both a mantra and the name of your app and yeah. just your hashtag everywhere. Right? Yeah. So this is the thing, isn't it? To come back to the January the 1st conundrum around, mm -hmm. right, this is the year I'm going to really get in shape. And, and by the way, get in shape to feel good because of the link as well between physical health and mental health. Yeah, what I always say, focus on improving your fitness levels, your strength levels, and a bonus from that will be your appearance. If you look after your nutrition for your health reasons, your mental health reasons, 
that will also help your appearance. So put beer, like, don't get me wrong. The first month, okay, I want to get in shape. I want to, I want to be ready for some next time. That's great. That's a great bit of a vision to visualize yourself in that situation. But then also go take, take a step back and go, but also want to feel really good. I want to be really productive for work on Monday morning. I want to wake up and go, cool. I got a week ahead. How do you feel like that? How do you be in that mindset? It is by looking after your nutrition. It is being consistent with exercise. They're the benefits of that. They're the main benefits of exercise and good nutrition. The bonus of that is for sure looking good. And don't get me wrong, when you look good, you feel good. Of course, there's a bonus of looking good as well. When people say, no, it's all about your mental health. It's all about how you feel. Yes, of course. But also when you look good, you feel good. I, I'm not ashamed of saying that either. What nuggets would you share then around consistency? And just to summarize how consistent you've been. So through lockdown... You were doing two workouts every single day. So you were getting up and you were doing a HIIT session yeah. at 8 a.m. every morning. And then you were yeah. doing a strength workout every night. Yeah, around 5 p.m. And you did that p. through <laughs> the whole way through. Like, so every, every day. How did you maintain that consistency? And what are your words of wisdom around consistency? Because consistency is key. Yeah, consistency is the key ingredient. For example, we would say, how do you stay so motivated? So trust me, there's some days I'm not, I don't feel motivated, but I stay consistent. And when I stay consistent, then I'm always on top of my game. I'm always feeling good. So you have to stay consistent and the consistency will keep you motivated because of how it makes you feel. But during lockdown, obviously I would have naps in between those workouts, trust me, because I was exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I actually really enjoyed it. And it definitely got me through lockdown because where I'm such a busy guy, I wake up early, I'll be doing personal training. I'll be so busy. I'll never at home. I never watch TV. I never have time to watch TV. So during lockdown, I found it really tough. So I had to be busy. I had to be creative. Yeah. Uh, and I'm so glad I did what I did. Yeah. Okay. I haven't stopped it. I haven't had a rest since. I need no. a rest. <laughs> yeah. Take some time off. Okay, just to come back to what you said then about consistency. So it's not about motivation, it's about staying consistent. So does that mean doing the workouts irrespective of how you feel? Even if you wake up and you're like, oh, or, you know, that old voice, the same voice yeah. that says don't reach out or don't get Look, in touch with this person. Is it that same voice and just acting in yeah. spite of that? Look, if you've got aches and pains, and of course your body needs to rest, you need to let your body heal course but if you just got that brain your that voice in your head saying no i can't be asked today no you get up and you do that workout because once you finish that workout you can slap that voice in the face and say what are you talking about look how good i feel right now all right it's half seven in the morning but wow i'm up i'm ready to go and that mm. difference if you didn't work out so you've been on the train you're still already feeling slug you probably want to put your head against the glass and probably want to sleep until you get to piccadilly circus for example but if you do that workout i can assure you you're standing up and you're ready to get to piccadilly circus and smash the day that's the difference yeah. Yeah. so it's that champion okay. mindset of waking up and getting it done and anyone can get it done you don't have to be an athlete you don't have to be a warrior you can be anyone and like you said it's like you could do your five you could be 10 you could be 20 minute workouts that workout first thing in the morning We'll get you going. Yeah. So it really, the key thread in many ways running through your story is understanding that there will be that voice chirping away going, these people don't want to hear from you yeah. or let's give ourselves another half an hour in bed. Yeah. yeah. And it's acting in spite of that voice. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that. It's you saying to the voice, no, I'm going to get up. And I can't remember where I heard this. And I do this myself sometimes because don't get wrong, there's some days where I'm like, oh, I could do with 10 more minutes in bed. And you just count to five. Yeah. So you say, after five, you're up. Five, yeah. four, three, two, one. That sheet comes off, cold water on your face, put your sports gear on, get on the Get It Done app and smash my eye workouts or any workouts <laughs> you want or go for a run or quickly head to the gym. So yeah. if people struggling, give it that a go. I can't remember where I heard that. I love paying credit to people, but it's just blank my head so i do yeah. apologize no i've heard that too yes the whole five four three two one bang go um, yeah. okay let's talk about your app how would you describe it in a nutshell so it's a live platform where you get to yeah. train with me six days a week live so that's very motivational people because like wow he's doing it now that means i'm doing it now we're both i'm in my living room he's in his living room it's relatable we're doing it together we're doing this together, yeah. which is great. Obviously, a lot of people also do it pre-recorded. I've got six other trainers on there. So we also cover yoga. A lot of people like to do yoga. A lot of people like to do Pilates. We've got boxing sessions for those people that like doing boxing, box hit classes. We've only got 20-minute workouts as well for people who only got 20 minutes before work. 
We've got core focus workouts for people to really improve their core. For people like yourself who've got a sore back, if you improve <laughs> your core, those aches and pains will hopefully go away. Um, and we're bringing on, yeah, yeah, and we're going to bring on so much more on board. So, so it's good. That was a long nutshell, but no, um, it's a good, it was a good nutshell. Yeah. What's your take then on, say, for example, gyms? I mentioned to you before. I was a gymmer, yeah. not like a hardcore gymmer, but a consistent gymmer for yeah. 15 years. And then obviously COVID hit and I just started doing body weight stuff at home yeah. and thought I'll never go back to a gym. Do you think the yeah. whole gym landscapes has changed? Because for yours, all you need is dumbbells, right? Yeah. So I'm in incredible shape. I'm happy to say it. And that's from my own live get done workouts. Really? I've got two, I got dumbbells. I got two sets of dumbbells. So I got 10 kgs and I got uh, 20 kgs. I've got an exercise mat. I got resistant band and that's all I got. That's, that's all it. I need. And that's I do high intensity workouts and body weight only. So I'm shredding five to 600 calories in that 30 minutes, but I'm also engaging, which you do in a 5k or 10k run, but I'm engaging so many different muscle groups, which you don't get from a 10 or 5k run. So you burn the same amount of calories and you're burning calories throughout the day as well. But I'm also engaging and using so many different muscle groups during that body weight. But then we still do a lot of strength stuff. So, which is, I think is so, so important. So we do, you do your upper body day, you do your lower body day and you're seeing results and you're gaining strength from your own living room. And it, it's done. And you wake up, you go and do that workout, you go straight to work. A lot of people, especially in London, they might live 20, 30 minutes away from the gym and you're wasting 30, an hour of your day traveling. And you go to the gym, you don't know what you're doing. You're just copying the person to your left or copying the person to your right. Or let's say you're doing a 45 class, you're paying 25 pounds per class. With an app like mine, you're paying 25 pounds a month, but you're getting the same benefits from traveling an hour out of your day to the gym or spending 25 pound a class at F45. Yeah. So, but don't agree. I can see why people enjoy going to the gym. It's social, you know, there's a buzz, etc. But for people who literally want to work out, want to look good, want to feel good and crack on their day, get it done is the place to go. It's not a massive investment, good pair of dumbbells, exercise mat, some nice sports gear and you're ready to go. And you don't even need the nice sports gear. <laughs> like, I, honestly, I've got the rankest tracksuit bottoms for my workouts, but Yes, that is really interesting. This idea then that you need to go to the gym and have all these squat machines, squat rack, uh, all this cable, stuff. Cable machines, cable kettlebells. Machines, kettlebells. Actually, no, you need what you're saying. All you need is two sets of dumbbells and a mat. And consistency. And consistency. <laughs> because if you're training twice a week and expecting results... You're with the fairies. You need to be consistent. You'd be training five, six days a week. What about the whole idea then of you need to have breaks? You know, you need to have a day on, no, day off. No, no, as, no, as a beginner, you do, of course. So as a beginner, train two, three times a week and build yourself up. As you become more advanced, your body gets used to it. Your recovery time gets better. You're more clued on with nutrition. So you get more protein in your diet. You get more fuel in your, so you're being fueled, refueled better. Um, so your recovery time is a lot quicker and a lot more beneficial. So you're able to train six days a week and you're fine. As nice. your fitness fitness and strength levels progress, you need to challenge yourself even more. You can't continue doing two, three week workouts a week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's all about progression. It's all it takes time. It's not it's not it's not a sprint, it's definitely a marathon. But once you get the end of the marathon and you're in the best shape you've ever been in and your fitness levels are incredible, it's so easy to maintain because it's so easy to be part of your routine. You don't see exercise as a chore you don't have those voices in your head like, oh, this is going to hurt. I really don't want to do it. You know the benefits of it. You know how good it is for yeah. your mental health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once you reach that marathon, which can be quite tough, you're in a good place because it's consistent. It's part of your lifestyle. It's not a chore anymore. But the hardest part is just get going. The hardest part is just get going. But okay. like I said, you, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And it's not going to be served on a plate. So you do have to make that first bit of investment, which is an online program or getting a personal trainer uh, and then get into a nice routine. And once you feel that confidence, once you still feel yourself building yourself up, you can then really go for it. A couple of quick fire questions then. Is body weight training not enough? Uh, so body tra training is enough to, be to begin with, <laughs> to begin with. Um, but if you want to increase, if you want to challenge yourself, you have to add some resistance in there for sure. Okay. For sure. But calisthenics, if you're doing pull-ups, push-ups, chin-ups, muscle-ups, then oh, some, some guys are in the best shapes I've ever seen. 
Right. Okay. But you need but, to be going hardcore at but it. But it's a lot easier to become a master doing dumbbells and kettlebells than it is lifting up your own body weight when it comes to like, things like that. But okay. high intensity training is great for cardiovascular health to keeping you, your body, your body fat percentage low, but to gain strength, to gain good core strength, definitely add resistance stuff is really important. Something I quite like about what you do as well. So list training, just yes. explain what this is. So you've got high intensity training, hit. So it's like 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. Really high intensity or list training. So low state cardio. So you go for a 10K run and you're not going for your PB. You're doing it in about, for me, I'll do a list to, as part of my recovery. I'll go for an hour run, nice and slow, nice and steady. <laughs> but I'm still burning seven, 800 calories, which is yeah. great. And my cardiovascular health is good. My blood flow, and it's really good for my recovery because the blood flow is going around my body. Yeah. And then I'll go for a nice stretch. Uh, and, and it's great for your mental health, really good for your mental health. Sometimes for me, when I do my list training, when I go for those 10K runs around the river here in Chelsea, I just switch off and like it just allows me just to completely just relax and I think about the future, what could be, and all that negative energy just leaves my body. Yeah. So after that run, I feel that it's just all that negative energy just sweated out my body. So list for you is a 10K run, but it can actually as well be just a long walk. It can be a long walk, of course it can, which I do which I do with my dog. I do a two-hour walk with my dog and that's less. Or you go for an hour walk with your friends with a coffee in hand instead of sitting in the coffee, for example. That's part of this. I always say that. I said, be active. Like, how many steps are you doing in a day? Be more active. So if you are feeding your friends for a coffee in the morning, why don't you go and get a takeaway coffee and walk around High Park, for example, or a really nice park, your local park, and have a good catch-up and get those steps up? Yeah, that's still being active. That's still being healthy. Yeah, getting the steps up. There's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Listen, I think we've covered a lot. I want to ask you just a couple more quick fires. You talk about strength and engine. So just elaborate. Yeah. So obviously you've got your strength training, so your bodybuilding stuff. So like you got your high high rep max, for example. So I can deadlift 160 kg one rep. That's great. But Engine for me is my favorite type of training. Are you fit and are you strong? So that's where like your circuit training comes in. CrossFit style of training, for example. So yes, you can also lift really heavy, but you also can then go and run uh, a half a mile in a quick time after that. What about exercise for hormonal health? Because some people overcook it, right? They, you can become obsessed with nutrition. You can become obsessed with exercise and that's also really unhealthy. Right. 100%. I've had friends in the past who were, who overexcited did three, four workouts a day. And that was way too much. And of course you're going to hit a brick wall. So you do have to listen to your body. When I say train six days a week, I'm not saying high intensity every single day. You can change it up. Yeah. So can, one of them could be a really long walk. One of them could be a really long walk. One of them could be a yoga session. One of them could be a 45 minute mobility session. Yeah. You're still active. You're still uh, advancing your body. You're still improving your body. Do you know what? I'm glad you said that. That reminded me. So mobility. I mean, we've spoken a bit about core and yoga and dodgy backs yeah. and that kind of stuff. So mobility is something that is often neglected, isn't it? So what would you say are the key things to remember in terms of mobility and I suppose functional fitness in that way? Yeah, functional fitness. So mobility is so key because obviously we want to walk in a straight line. We don't have any aches and pains, which will cause longer term injuries. So if you're doing a lot of high intensity training or doing a lot of strength training, but you're not doing mobility with it, you are going to get very, very tight muscles and very, very tight joints. And if you continue training in that situation where your body is very stressed, you are going to cause long term injuries. So it's so, so important to stay flexible, stay mobile, foam rolling. Lots of mobility exercises, lots of hydration. It's really, really important to stay mobile, as, especially as you get older. It's really important to do strength training and mobility. Oh, you're telling me. Okay. I did check out your app. I think it's very good, I have to say. For me, I think having that live element to it through to Pilates and yoga, which is a nice mix, because generally speaking, in yeah. my experience, they're separate. There'll be yep. someone who's got Pilates or yeah. weights. And I think the fact that you're combining the two with like this mobility and the core, I think is really good. So I could see myself swerving the gym again, yeah. having only yeah, just rejoined. But I just want to finish with, I know you're an ambitious guy, right? I saw the poster on the wall behind you said the world is yours. I think that says yes. it all, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, I understand it. You're in your 20s as well. And it's all about the next level, next level, next level. But something I do admire, obviously, I know you were very close with Caroline Flack. And yeah. when she died was clearly 
very hard for you and with all her other friends. And something I admire that you did though, that so you went out and you did this climb for Caroline, didn't you? So yeah. just tell me a little bit about that because you raised a lot of money for the Samaritans, which I thought was an impressive yeah, thing. We raised a lot of money and a lot of awareness, um, which was also just as important. So being Caroline's trainer, we tr- used to train five days a week uh, and it was so good for her mental health. Obviously we got her in great shape for Love Island, etc. but she loved it. She, she would leave those sessions feeling really good, really productive. Um, so when she passed away, obviously I was absolutely gutted. And I, obviously when things settled, I came up with this idea where I wanted to gather all her closest and dearest and we'll go for this big hike where we can talk about experience with Caroline, all the great memories, but also do something exercise wise, which is obviously great for our mental health. Mm. And so you put both together and I thought, where else would it be better than going to the beautiful Lake District? And it was a real challenge. And like you said, we raised lots of money, lots of awareness. Uh, and obviously I was very familiar with Samaritans with being a massive, massive um, charity. So I had a good chat with them and they were, they were very, very excited to be on board to help us make it become a success, which it was. So yeah, and we're going to be working with them again. So as well as building brand Bradley mm-hmm. and get it done and okay, what's next? What's next? You do have this significant part as well that is like, okay, help other people, for yeah, example. Like, yeah. like, you know, with the girls you helped who are now, you say, like, as you say, bigger than you or, yeah. or raising money for charity. So you do have that that a big, oh, oh. big that side as well. Yeah. And my sister actually says it's probably one of my biggest weaknesses because I do spend a lot of time and energy helping others when I should be focusing majority on myself. Um, obviously, charity, I'll always work with charity, I think like being a Catholic boy and seeing my granddad and my family always doing charitable stuff that would never leave me. I'll always do that. But yeah, helping others. I get a massive buzz of that. When I see potential in someone and I see they succeed, I'm like, yeah, I was part of that. I, I helped them, help them achieve that. So I get a good buzz out of that. Don't lose that side, Bradley. It's a very, I ne- it's a no. very lovely side. To no, you. I, will, I will never lose that side. Of course not. Good. All right. Well, listen, Bradley, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. In terms of the theme, the theme that's really come out to me is that theme around consistency. So yeah. just as a sort of final thought, what would you say to people as we kick off the new year, yeah. you know, just to keep in mind about about staying consistent, about not being one of those people yeah. who does it for a few weeks and then come February yeah. is on the scrap heap, as it were. So visualize where you want to be in 12 weeks. So you have, so you can visualize where you exactly where you are, how you look, how you feel, where you are with your job, your career, and then put a plan in place. How are you going to get there? So it's investment. So you're going to get yourself a a program to follow. You're going to invest, invest in fitness gear. You're going to wear that fitness gear, gear every single day. You're going to make new friends who are going to like, I think surround yourself with the right people. So important. You're going to make new friends who motivate and inspire you have the same goals as you because they're going to keep you going as well. And you're waking up every single morning with the right habits. So think about your habits in the past year. What can you change? Because they're going to be small. For example, get a chocolate out of your cupboard or add more vegetables to your, to, your, your, to your dishes. These little changes can make a huge difference. If you're not a runner now, for example, we'll just go for walks and that walk can turn into a little jog and that little jog can turn into a run and that run can turn into a sprint. Just visualize yourself where you where you want to be in 12 weeks and put that plan in place. So I always say visualize, plan, action. They're my three things. Visualize, plan, action. And at some point when the motivation wanes and that voice comes in saying, stay in bed, don't enough. make the yeah. call, just ignore. Count to five. Count to five and remember, consistency is the key to all success. Consistency is the key to all success. I'll tell you, you've got some good quotes, Bradley, but that one is the best yet. Now, yeah, right, this is Bradley Simmons. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. So thank you very much for your time. And I hope you smash it in 2022. But don't forget everyone else as well. <laughs> Cheers, mate. And yourself. Thank you for listening to the first Life Lessons episode of 2022. I hope you found it inspiring and useful. As Bradley says, it's all about embracing consistency rather than relying on motivation, which will undoubtedly wane. Now, consistency really requires us not to follow those thoughts we all have, urging us to take the path of least resistance. In other words, the easy option. And that 54321 go tip 
that Bradley shared is a powerful and simple hack you can use in any number of situations. And I also think his advice around putting yourself out there and creating opportunities for yourself is spot on. And finally, Bradley's app, Get It Done, is class. I love how it combines fitness and strength with other easy to overlook activities like Pilates, yoga, and overall mobility. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and could share it and give the show a kind rating wherever you get your podcasts, I would be very grateful. A quick reminder to sign up for my newsletter, sharing the best lessons I've taken from three years plus of these conversations. Head to simonmundy.com to sign up for that. And finally, a quick nod to next week's guest, who I am very excited about. It's someone who combines incredible athletic prowess with being an Oscar winner and who is absolutely full of genuinely superb life lessons. That's it for now, though. So happy new year. And as Bradley Simmons would say, get it done. Until next time, goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.